Right, okay guys, welcome back to On The Hook. So we're on this episode six now. So today we're doing a bit of a different podcast than usual. So normally we have content creators on and I did put a YouTube post out saying if people wanted to come on because I think it's very important we get an overall view of the community. So it's not just down to what content creators think. So we've invited some viewers on. And today I want to introduce, we've got Rosie as usual, Captain Salty isn't very well today so he won't be able to make it on. And then we've got Dementia and Kirk. So guys, do you want to tell us a bit about yourselves? Starting with Dementia, you're on the top of the list. Um, hi, yeah, my name is Dementia. Um, I have a, a little small uh, Instagram account dedicated to DVD and other games. Uh, usually, I would just make uh, just you know gameplay clips of Killer and Survivor. I would post a lot of like uh, the patches, nerfs, and all these uh, changes to the game, and I'll give my own um, uh, input in them on what I think. And uh, for the game, I used to be a, a hardcore Killer main, but then that slowly kind of died out, and I played more Survivor, and now. And then it came to the point where I played both, so I understood the issues with both parts. And now I just don't play killer at all because I just feel like it's just not fun. It's just it's just annoying to be high rank with it. So all I play is Survivor just for fun. I don't take the game seriously anymore. And that's it. Okay, interesting. Kirk, a bit about yourself? Uh, my name's Kirk. I have about, I have almost 4,000 hours in Dead by Daylight, about 100 off from there. Um, I've been playing since um, release, not beta, but release. And, um, you know, I love this game. I, I want, I feel like I, uh, no, I don't, I'm not going to say I know what's best for it, but I, I feel like I have a lot of ideas that I think would benefit this game greatly, and I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about them. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, Dementia, you'll have to, you can, I don't mind you giving your Instagram a plug if you wanted to, so remind me at the end and I'll put it in the description as well. Uh, but we'll give that a shout out, so we'll have a look at that. Um, okay, guys, so that was a little introduction there. So, like I said, the idea was to get a bit of a balanced view on things, um, not just the same people giving their opinions. So, the first thing we want to talk about, obviously, the hot topic of this week is the trickster buff. So, thoughts on that, guys? What do you think? We'll start with you, Rosie. Oh, sorry, with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought we were starting. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I've only read them once. I'm not gonna lie. This has been a week and a half for me. Uh, so I've only read them once. Uh, they don't look like they they look like they fixed the, the things that made him unplayable. Uh, and like that's does that's not gonna make him good or solid. It's just going to make him slightly a bit more playable main yeah. event is still trash and it's still Great. useless uh and like so that still has no overall purpose and then they still did not fix the uh the uh the laceration meter going down in a chase too fast those are those are yeah. right there are the two big problems that he had it wasn't like 110 wasn't the big problem that he had that laceration meter going down super quick, only adding five seconds to that, I still think was a mistake. And I still think they need to do more with him. I honestly wish they would just rework him and start over, but that's probably not going to happen. That's my take. Okay. Dementia? Okay. Whoever wants to go next? Uh, if it was up to me, you know, 
uh, I honestly would have just made it so that, like, this is what everyone originally thought it would do, and people even then thought, like, yeah, main event would be okay. Like, they never even said it would be insane. But what people thought main event was going to do in the PTB that people thought was a bug is that they thought it was going to make him go his full movement speed when he was in it. Like, that was, like, something I would hear all the time. It's like, yeah, like, once he's in, um, once it goes live or whatever, he's going to go 110 in main event, and, like, that'll be a nice little burst of power, and we'll see how good he is then. No. It was some obligatory, like, strange, specific number thing that Almo was talking about where he was like, actually, the ramping of the speed to da-da-da-da-da, he goes 3.86 in his power. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, he went to all this length to, like, over-exaggerate a point that was literally just, I put a whole bunch of pointless numbers into this character to show how good I am at design, but really, we have a guy who can't aim his knives and throws them fast, but it takes 16 to down somebody. It, it's... It's like the epitome of, I'm good at programming, but I have no idea what design is. That's Almo, in my eyes. He's a great programmer, and if you look, there's very few bugs in um, Trickster's kit. It's a very well-programmed killer. I think Almo's a great programmer. Um, the killer himself is a joke, obviously. But that's... And I still think he's a joke. I think that he's going to get bullied, but his skill cap has definitely been raised a lot. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. For I mean, sure. That was the main thing, obviously. The the things that stood out for me was the recoil and the, I mean, the spreading of the knives. I was like, why would you even have put that in? It just didn't make sense at all. But obviously, that's something they're going to hopefully fix. And I believe that could be out. I've heard it could be Tuesday, but not 100% sure on that. So it'll be interesting to see if it does come out. How I heard it was Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I think it's this Tuesday it's going to be coming out, but that's just a rumour. Um, just a quick question, guys, while we're talking about Killers End, uh, Sander has asked, what are your thoughts on Deathslinger? What would you do to make him more viable? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I actually, a while back, came up with some interesting changes for the Deathslinger. I think it would make him more fun to go against and okay. actually uh, a little more balanced. And it's funny. I, I, have, I have like a whole thing of like stuff I would change about killers, but I had that before I came on this podcast. I just like, I have a whole like a Google Drive where I just like type random stuff that I come up with off the top of my head. And I'm like, that seems like it could be okay. neat. Um, There we go. That's what I do too. I'm not gonna lie. I make no, yeah. videos with Google Drive. Half the time, I'll think Google of Drive. it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. But sometimes I'll just think of something and I'll be like, "That'd be a great idea," and then I won't write it down and I'll forget what it was. I'm like, "Shit, that actually sounded really cool in my head when I thought of it, and I can't even remember it." Yeah. But yeah. anyway, so um, this is you know a, a big complaint of people who like go against Deathslinger is that like there's no counterplay because you can just flick up his aim or whatever instantly and like insta-shoot people. Um, I use a crosshair when I play long-range killers. When I snap up, I can literally see where I'm going to be shooting before, you know, I'm aiming at somebody. As Huntress, I don't really think that's a big of an advantage to have a crosshair. I mean, it's helpful, you know. I don't think it's cheating. As Deathslinger, <laughs> it can feel like cheating sometimes. But anyway, it doesn't make him good or anything. It just makes him, like, spirit, like, unbeatable in the chase. Um, but anyway, my change is the Deathslinger. I'd make him uh, the first killer that's 4.5. Like, a lot of killers, 4.6, 4.4, I'd make him 4.5. Um, I'd, I'd reduce his reload time to 3 seconds. Fucking nearly 4 seconds, his reload time. That is insane. Like, what? Like, for a single shot, you have to waste 4 seconds after your attack cooldown. And if, if you don't use your attack, you get a 5-second stun, followed by a 4-second reload time. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's it's insane how much how many, like, restrictions he has on him. And um, I'd give his chain that purple add-on to fault. 
Um, if you hit somebody from max range with Deathslinger, you don't have that purple add-on, you can't reel somebody in all the way. You actually can't. You have to let it break off. I've, I've hit max range shots. You cannot reel people in all the way, even if they, the, the chain doesn't graze against anything. It's, it's too far. Um, and then the one thing I would actually nerf about him is I would make his thing take 0.75 seconds to aim his gun. So three-quarters of a second, that's about half the time it takes for hunters to wind up. But that's what I would change about Deathslinger. I think that'd make it a lot better. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Some interesting changes there. Dementia? Any thoughts on Deathslinger? Um, I personally don't have an issue with him, honestly. I, I consider him to be one of the... Uh, my favorite killers to go up against just because I like to play around in the chase. I like to do little side-by-side -side things. Like, uh, the only counter that I've found from him is that I pretend to go on an obvious narrow uh, pathway, like let's say between a, a, pal like a, a pallet and, and a wall, you know, that they're just yeah. in between. I, I try to go there and I'm always looking at the gunfinger. I'm always looking at him. And as soon as I see him raise, I just move to the side. And that, that not, it doesn't always get him. It depends on the scale of the, of the player. But uh, I would say like 65% of the time they always miss and that just pisses them off a lot when it just I think we've lost you there dementia yeah dementia you're cutting out a bit one damn bro I'm sorry it's just intense so I just you keep breaking up there so we'll, we'll come back to you Rosie how about yourself uh, um you know, um, I, I, you, you guys know I call him shit slinger, <laughs> but uh, he is in a uh, he's in an okay spot. I think I think uh, there's not a lot there to counter counterplay him in the chase, especially when he's close to you. That's the that's when he's really, really like the gun's basically an extended lunge. That's what I start. That's what I, that's what I've started using it as for the most part. Being on console, it's hard to hit those long range shots. So when I play him, I tend to use it as a extended lunge for the most part. But yeah. Uh, now, uh, I think there is enough there to, uh, juke him for the required time for the gens to pop. I do. I do think, I think it's a slight exaggeration to say there's nothing there, especially when he's like a long distance holding W is still good against him. Like, I, yeah, I counters everybody, but like that, it's still, it's, it, it's there. And mm. like, I think there's enough there, especially when you're injured and then he has to kick a lot of the pallets because you can't reel the guy in over them. I just think there's enough counterplay there to juke him. Is it fun? That's that's in the eye of the beholder. I personally find it funny when I drop a pallet, he can't do anything about it. But it's that's in the eye of the beholder. But I I think I think the four point five suggestion you gave is interesting. I was wondering what Kirk, what you thought of the uh, four point six when he doesn't have a bullet. And I don't know if you've heard that idea in your life. I'm sure you have. What do you I've think of that idea? idea? Oh, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I've heard that idea a few times, but I think it works a lot better on killers like, I don't know, like Huntress, where, like, it would make more sense, because if you're out of hatchets, then it weighs less. You know what I mean? Like, bullets, I don't know, like, flavor, like, like mechanically, I get how that would be more balanced, but in the, like, I don't know, I prefer they just gave him a flat speed. Like, because there's nothing really, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's not skillful, but if you have, like, no bullet, and you're just, like, an M1 killer for that duration, that's not, like, nuanced gameplay. That's, am I going to be a, an M1 killer, or am I going to prepare to shoot? You know, and preparing to shoot takes four seconds, you know, 3.75 seconds. So, 
I don't know. I think a better change would just be to give him like a slightly faster speed and then make it more um, desirable to go for interesting shots at cool places instead of just like punishing heavily for missing and then making the um, but then giving a lot of circumstances where it's good and none of them being fun. If that makes any sense, I, when I balance, when I like think about rebalancing a killer, I think about how it would be fun and also how it would be good to go against. Because I feel like both of those are very important. A lot of you know people will be like, oh, like you know, um, Freddy is in an okay spot. Sorry, Jay, I know you like Freddy, but yeah, Freddy's yeah. in an okay spot because you know he's balanced. And I agree. I think against a good team, Freddy is balanced. You know, it's not. Uh, I don't think either team is favored. But like Freddy, so absolutely like raffle stomps new players, and I I'll tell you like. As a, you know, a person with 4,000 hours, I think maybe a quarter of my hours are in Survivor. Um, every time I go against Freddy, it genuinely upsets me. Like, I, like it sounds like kind of like stupid and I sound like a baby, but like I, I don't have any – I'd rather go against an iridescent headhuntress and like die in the first like, you know, three minutes. and Or like go against a spirit with the best add-ons because even that's like scary and fun. Freddy genuinely just upsets me and I feel like there should be no killer – that should just genuinely upset you in a game um, if there's only 23 characters. I get if it's League of Legends, there's 400,000 characters, whatever. Um, but in this game, there really isn't an excuse for that, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, not fair enough. Um, we'll have to come back to um, Freddy. I'll, I'll, I'll like to add something to that. Yeah, yeah, of course you can, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about that early. I was in transit, and I uh... guess I went to a dead zone. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I like your idea of the, uh, the the gunslinger changes, but the only uh, criticism I would take is that uh, he would. I feel like people would just use them, like they would just practice enough to the point where he would just be a little bit too good, like that. Like, yeah, who has like slower uh, aim down time? Um, but I feel like it's. I feel like it's the distance um, where the farther away from gunslinger you are, I think the better you are. And if you just make them just a bit quicker. I feel like he would just be able to close down the gaps and it's like, what's the point of, I mean, you can use the gun and yeah. you, like he said, it's, it'll be like an extended um, lunge, but I feel like, eh, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I feel like it would just be very situational. Well, I'll, I'll tell you when you increase the speed of the character and de in decrease the wind up time of the weapon that encourages interactivity. Because now the survivor can't just make distance to counter the killer. What's fun about that? that there's no more thing frustrating. There's a reason I main Blight now. <laughs> because holding W is like one of the most obnoxious things to go against. It really is. And if you have a shorter wind-up time, that's going to make it so that survivors won't mind being within range of a Death Slinger. Because there's counterplay now. You know what I mean? Like to dodging the shot. It'll encourage that gameplay to take place. But that's, you know. But the problem is, what happens when you get to the tiles where he's bad at already? Isn't he just a lot weaker at those tiles? Like, what do you do to help him there? What tiles do you feel Deathslinger's bad at? Long wall, short wall, jungle gym, not the windows. Not the, not the, not the, not the I, windows. Um, like the pallets, at the, like anything with those god pallets. I mean, I mean, Huntress can, is the only killer that can really counter a drop pallet besides, like, Nurse and Spirit, obviously, or... Sometimes blade, if you can go all the way around. I mean, most most blades will just destroy the pallet. But um, I think that's okay. That a pallet can counter him. You know, like the, but it already can. So why nerf him? I'm not nerfing him. 
Well, you no, mean just, the, oh, you mean the wind-up time on his yeah, attack? Yeah, why, why nerf the wind-up time if, like, if you're at a pallet where he's already bad now, like the long wall, short wall, or anything with a lot of distance where he can't actually hit you? Because in the current version of the game, if you miss, you're heavily, heavily, heavily punished. Or if you shoot somebody and then the chain breaks off, you're heavily, heavily, heavily punished. Well, yeah, but, but my idea is I would now. say that those punishes would go away. The oh, punishes would, would be away. lessened. Okay. Like, or not go away fully, but be lessened by a lot. Like the reload time maybe could be 2.5 seconds instead of 4. And maybe what that stupid chamber? little... That stun could probably be like... I'd make that 2.5 too, to be completely honest. Like, I, yeah. I think that stun is ridiculous. But I would, yeah. I would lessen punishments and encourage interactivity. That's like the most okay. important thing. Yeah, that's my opinion on Billy too. Billy's punished for like breathing in the wrong direction. That's why nobody <laughs> plays him. It's, yeah. you know, it, they just decrease punishments just makes the game more fun. That, that's, that's the answer. And interesting. No, that's fair enough. And hopefully, Sander, that answers your question. So a few different opinions on the Deathslinger there. Right, okay. We'll move on from the Deathslinger. Um, we're looking at getting your thoughts so like you said kirk you're obviously a lot of hours in the game itself so what's your general thoughts on the community then what is your thoughts and that's for you as well dementia sorry so what are your thoughts guys on things we've discussed in the podcast in the past is there anything that really you've disagreed with anything you've agreed with anything that you see in the forums anything about the state of play at the moment so kirk i know you've sent before a list of things that you want to see improve in the game so here's your opportunity to talk about Call me out like that <laughs> so, so yeah but as so, I okay. say, that's, that's, open, that's open to everybody i know myself and rose you're probably gonna sit back and listen to you guys more during this if that's okay and no we'll... that's that's why i'm here dude I'm, yeah. just, I'm just here to ask questions to them yeah. today i'm not getting with anything for me yeah i love the input seriously <laughs> so fire away guys i don't know if dementia or kirk if you want to go first so broad question what are your thoughts currently at the game at the moment i know you've probably touched upon it a bit on the introduction but what do you think guys um but you started with the community so i'll just give a quick synopsis really quick yeah. Um, <laughs> Dead by Daylight is like one of the most like entitled communities. I wouldn't say toxic though. That's another thing. Um, I think a lot of people definitely overestimate how toxic the community can be. Um, it used to be way worse. Um, and that was back when, you know, you know, survivors are still the power role, but survivors used to be a little bit more than the power role. If you played back then, like it was kind of disgusting. Like, um, it's indescribable how ridiculous decisive strike was back then. It literally gave people like the biggest power trips. It, it, I'm just happy that phase of the game is over. Back then, though, I used to be told to, like, you know, take my own life every, like, five games or whatever. Yeah. But nowadays, it's way better. Like, uh, honestly. Now, people are just entitled. Um, you know, you could see people on Twitter, like, asking for, like, Trapper to be nerfed and shit. It's just, like, it, a lot of the, this community is just, like, you know, they they have 50 hours, so they think they have an opinion. That sounds awful. That sounds really gross. I shouldn't say it, stuff like It that, does but, not, like, I promise. It's yeah. exactly okay. what needs to be said. Yeah, it's because I, I feel gross saying that sometimes because you'll have streamers and everything would be like, oh, you know, like the, the, the rank, you know, rank doesn't matter and hours don't matter. If you say that hours matter in an argument, you're a dickhead. And it's just like, well, not really. I mean, like, <laughs> like hours, I think, matter a lot more than rank. I think ranks can be meaningless. Um, but, you know, I feel like having knowledge of something is directly affiliated with how much experience you have with it. And I feel like um, if you have sub, like, you know, 400 hours in the game, you know, like, 
not that your opinion doesn't matter at all because new players are what fuel the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you guys, you guys are important. I'm not saying that you're not like you know you're second class citizens, but just uh, balancing should definitely be left to the people who are like you know maybe in the top like 75 percentile of hours as far as like balance is concerned. Not fun. I think fun's important for everybody. Okay, dementia. Your thoughts about the balance and what Kirk's just said? Yeah, community. Um, community. Sorry, Henry about the community. community. Hey, you're good. You're good. Uh, okay, uh, about the community. Um, I have. Uh, it's just, it's just so annoying. So I do feel, I do agree that there's a lot of entitlement. Uh, the the toxic levels in this game, I I feel like have really died down, a bit. Uh, especially, I mean, I really don't know anymore because I don't play killer anymore. I don't get, <laughs> I don't get uh, hate mail anymore. Um, just for winning a game and not letting survivors do what they want to do. Um, but on the survivor side, I feel like there is, I don't want to say it's toxic, but they're just, you know, you always find those players like killers who would always like, just make the game just, just more harder for the survivors than what it needs to. Like, let's say like, um, they'll, they will, uh, like always slug. Like, I feel like, like, okay, I don't want to get into that. I have no, I have no, no um, hate for slugging, but sometimes I feel like when they slug, uh, they they do it because that's the only way they know they're gonna win. And I and I feel like that's a problem with with the with the gens or the way the survivors are. Like I feel like uh, when the killer slugs, they just they they feel like they have no hope, so that's the last resort. And but then it turns into them just leaving everyone in the ground, yeah. Basically, and 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 that's and I've come across that uh, here and there, and that's my only annoyance with the game is that I feel like killer. We're at, we're at the state where the survivors are sometimes way too good or they're way too organized, especially like, um, and I'm talking about before the DS rework, um, and they they just they just power through gens really quickly, and therefore that makes the killer uh, rethink what they got to do. And then they just slug, slug, slug. And I feel like, like there's no reason for you to slug sometimes. Like, we're at five gens. We're at five gens, and you're into down Bubba, slugging, 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 like not even a yeah. single hook. And then, and I know that done. hurts the killer. I'm sorry? Uh, I have a response to exactly I'm, what I'm you sorry? just said with the slugging or whatever whenever you're done. Just, I have to make sure I remember it. I'm like leaving a mental note for. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, okay, okay. And then, so when it, so, and that's just in-game that's just in-game that that's the only issue is that i think i think the killers feel un, um overwhelmed with the game right now that that's the only um that's that's their only solution that they have it's just a slug and i feel like it's just become such a it's a strat that um I'm, i don't don't get me wrong i don't like it i feel like it's a smart thing for a killer to do sometimes when he feels overwhelmed when john gens are popping one two three you got two gens left what do you do all right, you gotta change up your strategy. You can't, you can't pick up a survivor, hook them, because that wastes a lot of time. Um, and yeah, that, that's just in the game. Um, when it comes to the community on social media, oh god, I, I can't deal with them sometimes. I, I, I really can't. Um, my, my, there's one gripe that I have that someone said that playing, playing the game DVD uh, competitively ruins the game. And I feel like what's, what, what's, what, what's bad about that, wanting to win? You know, um, and I just feel like they're they're uh, they're just it's just salty survivors again. The the entitlement, 
that just because they play in a group, just because they, they run all the good perks, and a survivor and, and a killer just ends up sweeping, uh, they get upset because of that. And um, I feel like the community has it has been better. I feel like people are recognizing all the all the signs that I guess hours more mean more than than ranks. I guess. Hmm. And I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just rambling. No, no, um, <laughs> fine. No, um, but 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 yeah. Uh, that's my thought. I think the community right now is all right. There's a lot of entitlement, which uh, I agree. Um, and um, I don't think it's the most toxic game out there, like some people want to say. But the, the, it has its moments where just players are just you know they act like they act like brats basically. Whether yeah. it's survivor or killer, they they. They can do things that will annoy other people, and then that's just a big turnoff. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, he's okay, messaged on on the chat, and he's put the killers are weak, so a lot of them have to do that in order to secure a kill. Certain maps give you no choice. I, I have to agree with that. I mean, I don't like... I, I agree with Dementia. I don't like slugging. I try not to do it in my games. It's something that I just don't encourage, but... In regards to certain games, you, you, you do certainly have no choice but to do that. Uh, I, I mean, talking about entitlement, it was quite funny because I'm nodding my head when you guys are talking about it. I don't see that much entitlement as yet. However, it's probably down to the way I play. I don't really play it very competitively. I'm happy with three kills and I normally give a hatch. So I don't think I give the survivors an excuse. But when I've seen other content creators and they'll tunnel or they'll camp and then you see the entitlement coming out that way and I'm like, well, I mean, I think about it yesterday, which is quite funny because it lines up with what you said, Kirk. Someone said I was boring because I played Freddy, you know, and I thought I had a really good game. I enjoyed it, but the survivors didn't, you know, they were like, it's boring playing Freddy. And then today I had a comment. Well, I mean, I got whooped. I got whooped. I was a plague. They picked the map. They had Insta heals. You know, there were survivor friends and they were complaining because they didn't get any altruism points because I think I only got three hooks or something in the whole game. I just had a shocker and I was just like, well, guys, you know, you've rushed these gens. You've picked a map that's more favorable for you because they all had balanced landing. You know, so I'm like, you can't have it both ways. If you're picking everything to be on your side, the insta heals, your balanced landings, you're picking a map that's going to take advantage of it, then why you haven't... As I say, they weren't coming across as toxic. They weren't having a go. They were just chatting amongst each other and saying, this is why I can't pip up. The killer didn't get enough hooks, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, you've all split up. You've given me a real tough time. I wish I was playing as Freddy because I didn't have fun that game. But, you know, I, I, I certainly see that entitlement. Rosie, what do you think about that? He's gone. He's fell asleep. Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> Hold on. What, what's the question? I was I was talking to my girlfriend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa, bro. All right, we got it. We got what, it. What, did, what did you think about the whole the comments that have come so far? The entitlement and the, the, well, the slogan. Well, okay. Uh, the entitlement. I have a big video up about entitlement versus. I just feel like we need to get better at identifying what it is because when we talk about entitlement, like. You just, like we're ghost hunting. You need to figure out what it is. I have a video up, mostly from a killer's perspective, admittedly, because that's why I play more. But so, but like I have some things about what is a legit criticism of the game versus that's my video there. I won't. I'll just plug that for that. As for the slugging, 
when I slug as a killer, like, I don't, I never go out of my way to do it at the beginning of the game. Like, if I down somebody and there's nobody else around, I will take the hook. But when there's somebody around me and I'm uh, Bubba or something that has an instant out, or even as somebody that I can just go get another hit on them or something like that, like, uh, slugging has a lot of synergy with uh, Ruin, which I still think is one of the best perks in the game. Yeah. So if like if you have if you're running ruin, your goal is like you want to like it, the pressure that ruin provides only works as the killer is actively pressuring and chasing people. That's what. What do you mean? It's free pressure. What do you uh, mean? No, it's, free dude, pressure? it's free pressure. Free. <laughs> just stand still. It's free. Just stand, stand still. Here, right? Yeah, I should. I should have just let ruin free do pressure. its thing, bro. Yeah, stop but, interrupting but, ruin, dude. You gotta stand still. Let it do its work. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I feel like I feel like y'all do I see what I see and all that. Slugging has a lot of synergy with ruin. So if I ever see that opportunity, it's it's about stopping the gens. That's what it's always been about. But but the only way I'll actively slug is if well I'll actually leave somebody on the ground not knowing where another survivor is, as if it's end game and I'm losing. But I but yeah, I always try to make sure you get the most meat out of your games. Because I feel like that's the point. If you are, if you have identified that there is a group of survivors that you can just totally steamroll over because of the bad matchmaking, like I don't try to just beat that group as fast as possible. I try to right. get as much as I can out of them mm. before yeah. I actually win. Because like you need the blood points because the grind is so bad. So you just mm -hmm. you have to milk it as much as you can. Like it, I feel like going in there and just steamrolling over a bad group and ending the game. This applies to survivors too. Like going over gen rushing a bad killer, I just feel like is you're not milking the game for all it's worth. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna complain when you defib. The, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. the yeah, whole thing that, with that... um, sorry, I was I just no. wanted to like really quick. Sorry, the um, basically as far as survivors are concerned, I think that when you're talking about like oh why do survivors just gen rush a killer when they're bad? When I play um, okay, so like the only time, admittedly, this is like you know, I mean I'm not embarrassed to admit this to be honest. I'm already, like, a mediocre survivor, but I, I only play Survive when I'm playing Survive with friends. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I like to play with my friends. We're joking around. We're not tryharding. You know what I mean? But I think what ends up happening is when you're against a good killer, um, the only time you wouldn't want to rush that game to its conclusion is if you enjoy going against a bad killer. And I think there is nothing me and my friends hate more, actually, than, like, feeling like we're bullying somebody. That is a very... That is a feeling... Um, that is not really afforded to some people. And it, that, that definitely applies to us. When we're in a game against a bad killer, we want it to be fucking over. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing as when a killer wants to farm. Like, oh my god, we all ignore them. Yeah. Um, and we just rush gens and we leave. Because we don't want to do that. We don't want to go against a bad killer. We don't want to farm. So, when... I think, though, that issue doesn't correlate with the killer issue. Because it's completely different, actually. And I'll get into that. No, I actually um, agree. I know what you're saying. You, like, the killer uh, me, has the luxury me... of not being able to, like, seem like they're bullying people, whereas if the survivors prolong the game, it looks like they're stalling and bullying. I think I understand right. what you're saying. But another thing, um, when, a ki when you go into a game as a killer, you know what I mean? You don't know how good a team is. Like, you can see that, like, it's like, oh, all these guys are on PC. They must be an SWF. I better equip my best perks, you know what I mean? But you really have no idea. Like, you can't see how many hours they have if they have their account private like most people do. And, y you know, you're not going to be able to assess those people based on their cosmetics. You know, like, like most people are like, oh, this, per this Nia has a face mask, so I'm going to tunnel her. You know, like, whatever. But when you get into a game... Um, your guard as killer needs to be up. 
you need your guard to be up as killer. Because if you end up like, you know, let's say you slug three people, and instead of like just downing the last person, you hook two of them, let one of them get picked up, let them unhook, let them reset. You know, these guys are worse than me. That's what like, you, you think to yourself. These guys are worse than me. Guess what? You let your guard down. They split on gens. None of them know how to chase, but guess what? They know how to split. And now you have lost, or you get a 2k, when you could have easily 4k'd. And I feel like a lot of killers go through that, and that just teaches them, man, I, I should probably just say, like, I always have my guard up. Because if I don't have my guard up, I'm going to lose. And if I, yeah, I don't like that, losing. That and, always happens. Uh, and I think it's, like, completely reasonable to not enjoy losing. I don't think it's a satisfying feeling. Like, ah, 4k with 50 tea bags. Ah, nice deep <laughs> breath. Like, it's just not the <laughs> sensation you get from that. And it's like... Especially if you're playing, like, your main, and you let your guard down and you lost to a team you definitely could have beaten, there is, like, that's a pretty shitty feeling. So, mm -hmm. uh, I get slugging at any point in the game and fully understand it. Um, you know, you can be toxic, and then you can simply play the game, and there's a big, big, big difference. Okay. Yeah, uh, to add to that, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go on, Dementia, yeah. Uh, uh yeah so that's that yeah that, that that's that's a really bad feeling it's like uh i play a predator hunting grounds and as a predator you can kill uh four people and when someone is dead you have a chance to bring them back so there's moments where you'd kill three out of the four and then you can let there's this there's this one moment where the last survivor or the last fire team can go and revive the the, the other three players and sometimes you feel like, uh, that was a bit too easy. I downed all three of them, you know. They, <laughs> you know, th th there, was, there was no challenge. So you, you try to be nice, and you let the, the, the fourth person go revive them. And they come and, back. And they, they come back, and next thing you know, boom, they just start. <laughs> yeah. There's no mercy for you. You gave them mercy, but there's no mercy yeah. for you. And then they just, right. they just, uh, just kill you, and then it's like, wow. Oh well, that 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 fucking sucks, you know. I, I have <laughs> I never killed him off. Yeah, I've never like heard or seen a way that survivors give mercy. I've never heard of that. Can I be completely honest? I've never heard of that ever. Like I've never heard of like, you know, let's slow down on Jen. This killer's playing pretty nice. Like I've never heard of that. Like the only time that happens is when the survivors go into the game expecting not to try hard. Like, you know, they're all just going in with flashlights and they're goofing off and not really doing gens and just, like, screwing around. That is, like, fundamentally different than, like, a, a team being like, you know what? I'm going to be nice. Survivor teams don't do that. <laughs> I've never what? heard of survivors doing that. Uh -huh. And there is no way for them to do that besides just yeah. let go of the gen they're on. Like, what? You know, like, no one does that. I've done it um, in, I, I, in regards to... I, I do do that. Um, I'll admit that because... I mean, I don't take this game serious enough. Um, I've gone in with Survivor friends. There might have been two of us or three of us. And the game I remember was only about a week and a half ago. We played a nurse who was clearly learning how to play a nurse. Um, like you said, we didn't enjoy the game. We didn't enjoy it. We didn't take no pleasure. One thing we did do, though, we did still do the gens. We didn't. So that sort of backs up what you're saying, Kirk, in regards to I didn't think myself, right, let's stop doing gens. But what we right. did do is we all died at the end because we started letting the nurse chase. And lucky enough, I mean, the nurse seen it as not being toxic because that's what I was conscious of. I was like, I'm hoping this nurse doesn't think we're bullying or anything. So yeah. she got a bit of practice. We, in the end, we were near the exit gate. We pointed to the hooks. I think she ended up killing three of us anyway, just with us sacrificing ourselves because I was like, I felt bad. 
I felt bad and I was like, this person's just learning. And on the chat after, it turned out that's what had happened. They were just learning how to play a nurse. Obviously, it was, was it in the recent home challenge? Nurse place, so you were getting quite a lot of people playing nurse. Um, but that probably doesn't happen often, but it's just, I think that's more because I do play a killer more. And, you know, it's, I want the opportunity. To, yeah, I want the opportunity <laughs> to practice playing as a killer without being bullied and sometimes it doesn't happen but i think it can happen occasionally but i do hear what you're saying not once did it did we think right let's stop doing gens the conversation was constantly i think it's a new killer i think it's a new nurse um people were getting chased and we just gave the points away at the end just as a thank you really but yeah and that's that's definitely in the minority of things that happen. I was yeah. just laughing earlier. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying, by the way. Sorry about that. I was laughing at how like playing killer like to, like 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 teaches you to learn empathy. Like playing a serial killer in a video game that hunts people oh, down. Yeah, yeah. Like the sacrifices that teaches you more empathy than playing yeah. as a team of people trying to survive. That just that just that concept is funny to me. I like it's not. I'm not saying it's like that's how it is, but like that concept is funny. Because yeah, it's yeah. kind of it, it's it's partially true, partially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's fair enough. Uh, right, okay. Just on to the next uh, thing, then, guys. So, this was a comment made, and I know Captain Salty might listen to this later on. He might be listening now. I know he's not very well. Uh, it got his back up a bit, but I was like, actually, I think this comment, I hear it a lot in the community, especially from people who have played a lot of hours. But the comment is, this game is getting closer to balance than it ever has been. Is that a true statement, guys? Um, I want to, I want to, I want to say yes. I, I want to say yes because I've been, uh, I've been through the lows on this game when brawl time uh, affected two people, where DS was that wiggle thing. Uh, where you had to wiggle a, a, a specific time and everyone could do it. Yeah, and, and if you were the obsession, uh, you could do it right away. You didn't have to wiggle. You just, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, and I, I've been to the point where a face camping was such a... Literally face camping, you couldn't do anything about it. Um, I feel like uh, from all those all those uh, bad memories I've had of DVD, I feel like the game has, has come a long way and it's becoming more and more balance uh i feel like the issue now is just uh um strong killers we're lacking strong killers um because yeah. uh you know everyone says that the devs are too scared to make a strong killer and I, I really believe that they're just scared that they're gonna make someone too strong and of course the the majority of the player base which are the survivors whether it be the hardcore uh, survivors or the, the the casual ones that are just that just come in uh, maybe just last year, and they they stream, you know, uh, they're gonna cry that it's too strong, it's too strong. Please nerf, please nerf. Um, and I just feel like that's the only issue is that we don't have uh, any strong killers. There's no really no in- incentive to to playing these these killers that they've been releasing because it's like, like why not just play uh, an instant down killer versus again the example the trickster. Like why would I play the trickster? There's no there's no point. Um, so yeah, so but I feel like the game is is becoming more more balanced than what it was. And again, I'm coming from way back then, way back in DVD, I guess when it first released. Uh, yeah. Things were not balanced at all. 
Um, and yeah, so I say yes. I think the game is, is more balanced now. It could be better. It could be improved. I'm not saying the game is perfect. Yeah. It can it could be improved by little by little. Um, but it's more balanced than it would than than what it was what uh, four years ago, three years ago. Yeah, I agree. Um, we've had Airless. You have come on. I think you are muted at the moment. New challenger approaches. New challenger approaches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Rosie, is the game closer to balance than it's ever been? Well, I gave you this metaphor last week. I'll repeat it here for all the new people. If yeah, you clean up five pieces of shit or whatever, <laughs> there's still clean 12 up, left. <laughs> if there's 17 pieces of dog shit in my house, the house fucking stinks, and you come in and you take three of the pieces of dog shit out, is... I mean, yeah, the the room's closer to getting clean, bro. It is. You took three dog shit pieces off. They're big, and they're wet pieces of dog shit too. They're slimy and gross. <laughs> but so yeah, you took three wet, slimy pieces of dog shit out. Good job, dude. What about the other fourteen? I got like, a metaphor. Not. Okay. Y'all know my opinion. Keep keep going. What's your no, metaphor? Yeah. So my metaphor is actually pretty close to yours, but the different the thing that I'm seeing is that. Right now, um, this this you know this house had you know a dozen shits in it when we started out, and I feel like honestly like like ten of them have been taken out, and there's like ten in the backyard, and for some reason the devs are going into the backyard and cleaning the shit out there before they like take the two left out that are still in the house, and I think and that metaphor like directly um, affiliates with. The base maps in the game; uh, those are the oh shits left God. inside yeah. the house. Um, yes. Right now, you have maps like um, the Yamaoka maps, and you know the the Huntress's maps, and the the the, the uh, whatever the temple. Um, those maps have unique loops on them that <laughs> are like some of the most ridiculous loops they've yeah. ever added to the game, yeah. and they still haven't even fixed the maps. Like like long wall jungle gyms are still treated as like balanced loops by some people. Yes, that is exactly. mind-boggling to me. Yeah, that, that people think that long wall jungle gyms are a fair and balanced structure. I, I like, think the long wall jungle gym is stronger than some god loops. It is. Honestly. It's so it was, it is so broken. And uh, I, I love when like I'm walking I'm running up to the pallet side of a long wall jungle gym and like I'm like a 115 killer or whatever with no movement related power. And like we're both going towards the pallet, and I guess correctly that they're not going to drop the pallet, and it doesn't matter because if I follow them, they'll still make the window. Or yeah. let's say I go around the side, and I just keep walking with them, and I never stop, I never hesitate. I hit the edge of the wall, they vault through it, and guess what? They can turn left, and on the Macmillan maps, there's that lip that makes the long wall shaped like an L, so they can perfectly either line up another fast fault or go for the pallet, and there is no counterplay to that you know you whatsoever. Love it. it is, you dude, know you love it. It, it, but here's what I mean, though, to, um, like, this game can be so close to balance. Like, the little shit left in the house, slice wow. that little edge off the long wall. Like, slice yeah. that little L. Go into the um, the Yamaoka maps, shrink the loops a little bit. A lot of loops on Yamaoka maps and, and um, Huntress, like, you know, Red Forest maps are just the same loops in the normal maps, but bigger. So they favor survivors even more. Um, those need to be removed as soon as possible or shrunk. Um, I don't know whose idea it was to create the same loop but bigger. That whoever came up with that needs to be fired. But the map designers clearly are not on the same page as the balancers. And um, a perfect example of that is, for example, the new Auto Haven. So new yeah. Auto Haven was created um, when Undying was still in the game. I guess someone on the map design team like 
took it upon themselves to like put in some weirdly placed totems to like nerf undying or something <laughs> because there's a uh, totem that used to be on like the totem that used to be on hills in the old like the old hill totem it was like tucked beneath yeah. that big rock like yeah. when you were coming up the hill now you it's on the top of the hill you can see it from it's across like a, the map it's like a beacon summoning I, I, they, I know exactly which one i had i had ruin right. dying on, on that game and yeah i was like they literally the just put that there yeah i think some 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 very talented special person on the map team was like you know what undying's kind of overpowered maybe we should put the totems in a no undying's nerfed like a month later like i, I feel like a lot of stuff like that happens without us even knowing but like if you go back and look at this stuff it's like dude who is on the same page of behavior like yeah. who is like oh my god my the one that pissed me off the most like as far as like bad communication behavior sorry if i'm going on like an adhd rant here oh no but please do carry on back when devour hope was buffed um actually it was nerfed <laughs> it was going to be buffed <laughs> but they ended up nerfing it by accident i don't even know what happened but in the patch notes originally for the Devour Hope changes, it said um, at two tokens, your base speed will be increased by 5%. Baseline, like, period. And all the comments were like, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, a, a speed boost that can be... A Dude, Devour Hope might actually see some play now. It adds some more interesting nuance to the game. <clears throat> they sliced the 10% down to 5%. Um, so, wait a minute. Let me let me check the wiki really quick. I actually forget where Devour Hope is at the point at the moment because I never use it anymore. But I know that that ended up being like like it was unanimously agreed in the in the community that that Devour Hope was going to be different because it would give you a permanent speed buff and ended up not even doing that even in the PTB. Yeah, no. So it's nerfed now. So if you didn't know, two token on um, Devour Hope used to give you a ten percent speed boost um, for ten seconds yeah. after. Um, hooking a survivor. So 10 seconds after you get a 10% fuse, 10 seconds. So when people said, oh, you get a 5% speed boost, they were like, oh, okay. So like, and it didn't say for 10 seconds, it just said 5%. Everyone thought it was going to give a base speed boost. Um, nope, they nerfed to Devour Hope. So that was like another thing. It was just like, I think maybe the people writing the patch notes were so blown away by the change that maybe they didn't even fathom that they nerfed Devour Hope. Like, shit like this crosses my mind all the time. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's such a mess. Um, where did we start again? <laughs> wait, 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 where did this conversation start again? <laughs> About Sorry. the balance of the game. Yeah, I mean, it's always that. Um, yeah, that, that's my personal opinion. They gotta shave off the edges of a few loops. They gotta, like, shrink down a few maps. Just chop out those empty areas, man. Just get the fuck rid of them. You know, every map should be the size of coal power, if you really ask me. Like, my opinion, you know. Um, you know, that, that's my opinion. Yeah. Maybe a little bigger than coal tower. Maybe 10,000 meters would be perfect, because... What's it? Um, the like mother's dwelling is like twelve thousand, right? In in like uh, cold towers, like nine thousand. I'd say ten thousand would be a perfect um, point for every map, and that should just be the standard baseline. Yeah, but... no, that's good. That's good. And that uh... and that would fix like ninety percent of the killers. Let me also specify that that would fix like a lot of the killers' issues if they fix loops because they're built around one one fifteen mind games. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, one one fifteen. This game will never ever be fixed until core one fifteen killer is viable with no. Right power at all once, well i don't know about well, well okay yeah we'll know about that maybe a basic power like yeah but like that, that's my that gets into my keystone killer idea i've talked yeah. about a few times i need to make a video about that but but yeah like the game will never be fixed until a majority of the 115 percent characters on the roster are viable once yeah. that is in the game you know you're done yeah well it, that's interesting. A few comments have come in here. Let me just quickly. Um, 
look at the comments. Oh. I've just had at the hand there. So, Hey Hey says, I love how Undyne is unfair, but no, Ed isn't. Um, the old Hammer just put the old Undyne was OP. Um, it was a hex, it comes a risk factor. Now, the old Undyne, I actually prefer the new Undyne a lot, but that's just from my own personal experience because I would be left with just Undyne as a hex totem doing nothing in the game. So let I, me just yeah. I like the fact that now it's it, it it's basically guaranteed to at least take that first hit for you and save your main your main one. But yeah, go ahead, Kirk. Yeah, sorry, I just I just wanted to clarify in case anybody misunderstood me. I believe old Undying was massively overpowered, in my opinion. I genuinely, genuinely believe that. The only time it wouldn't be is if you're playing like clown against like a tournament squad. All I'm saying is that, um, like, you know, no no team in the Dead by Daylight, or no, no person in the Dead by Daylight team should be making decisions based off a perk that's right about to be changed. Like, the fact that that even took place is insane to me. Like, that, like they made that totem on the hill show because of Undying. I know they did that. I know in my heart of hearts they did that. And then Undying was nerfed a month later. It's like, no communication in that team at all. I think but. it's really important to understand that Undying by itself wasn't the problem. It's... it's the fact that it was only really viable to pair it with was because you couldn't pair it with the other like the token because it just reset every time it changed and i think that was the biggest thing about specifically resetting the token only very viable and rune already was a very it was it was changed and it got changed to how it is now it's better than it was before it's a lot more consistent and when you remove yeah the, you know, the counterplay of getting completely it and you can be up to up to five times. Realistically, it's not going to it's not going to be five times. When those uh, happen, that's the biggest problem. I would have um, I would if if it were up to me, I wouldn't have nerfed it as hard. But I, I overall, I think that's probably a good killer change. When killers say, "Well, killers never good to have good perks. They always get nerfed." Like I can I can definitely see that sometimes. But like I mean, in this case, there is no like that isn't a stance. I don't think like it's it was just um it was out of hand. If I if it were up to me though, I would have just made it um, I would have kept it old undying, but you keep your tokens and there's only you only get two tokens on undying. So let's say um rune gets destroyed once, you lose a token. Rune gets destroyed again, then it's gone. So like I would have that like you can resurrect two totems per game. And then oh, you token, take the, so put tokens on undying itself. Undying, yeah, and then uh, have it so that like it, it you know it had two, so it can only resurrect two totems that game. That would be fine, I think. That would have been balanced, well, what and would then you it would have been. What say about like uh, Devour Hope if reset? Is I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe you could make it knock off two tokens every time, like knock two tokens off Devour Hope every time it gets cleansed, or that could work with every. You know, this is just me spitballing, by the way. I didn't have this ready yeah. in my head, but this is just like, you know, it, it knocks off, let's say, half the tokens rounded down or whatever. So, you know what I mean? So, you destroy Devour Hope, it goes back to two tokens. Perfect. And then, you know, you, okay, we, we have to get ready for Devour Hope in case he has Undying. And then they would still have counterplay from survivors between, okay, Undying's destroyed. Now let's find the real one. You know? That's, so, that's an interesting point with, you know, with all this Undying, uh, Devour Hope talk. I really do think Devour Hope is uh, one of the most interesting hex is very feast or famine it gets killed instantly or more at least yeah. you get some downs you know a any perk you have to build up over the course of a game is, is more interesting than most of the perks that they've already added to the game i'm not of the opinion that like is, um uh... it's interesting though i mean if, if they like increase yeah. the numbers on fire up by like one percent i would run it in every build i mean like that's the thing like i think a lot of perks are just like 
just about to be good and that it's but it's like if they were good i like okay fire up if it was one percent better would just be better than brutal strength in my opinion like i don't know like i already run fire up on my on like my myers i already run fire up i will occasionally run fire up on like my demo like because like jens fly so hard against demo and his animation for vaulting windows looks so crazy that if you have like you know three stacks of like that it looks like he's like just like instantly vaulting the window yeah it's awesome Oh, and like, uh, oh my god, fire up, bamboozle, demogorgon, disgusting. You guys should give that a try sometime. Just a, just a little tidbit out there. It's very gross. But. What was the first question? <laughs> yeah, right. I always fucking lose track, dude. Alice, uh, let me to... just quickly introduce you because you just appeared out of nowhere. So, Alice, yeah. you were just 54 minutes late, so it's all right. Casually late. Oh. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was at 2. I'm sorry. Oh, did I give you the wrong time, man? Right. Yeah, you said it. Was... That's definitely my fault. And so the sarcasm that I've just the sarcasm that I've just put out there has backfired. So I do apologize for that. Um, all right. So Alice, do you want to just tell us a bit about yourself? Put you on the spot now, just, haven't I? It's a humble gamer, you know. You know, I've I've interacted. With your comments. Oh, you're cutting out, bro. You keep cutting out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Lower your mic sensitivity. You get closer. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, I've been in your comment section. I've talked to you. Uh, yeah. Most of the stuff I've said was pretty cynical, um, and I do. <laughs> I think my outlook on the game is a bit cynical, and it's not because I don't like the game. I mean, I haven't played it that much recently, but I, I love the game, and um, I just think there's so many decisions that not all are bad, but well, I, I'm waiting for them to add brick walls to the cornfields. You know. <laughs> That's a good thing you're waiting for. I'm I'm dreading no, that. Not. I just expect <laughs> oh, okay. that. Yeah. All right. It's, um, I don't know. I have like a thousand hours in the game, so. I Very mean, good. I'd say only, but compared to most, <laughs> people, I have a very deep understanding. It's not that much. Oh, you're good, man. No problem. Yeah. Oh, he just left. Dementia left. Oh, there oh, he is. Here okay. we go. He's back. Right. So the question was, Ellis, was just about the balance of the game. Is the game closer to balance than it's ever been? Uh, I think, is it a I general mean, yeah, consensus? That, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that should uh, be given. It, in one way, I think uh, balance really regresses is the maps, and I think that really is. I, I know we, you guys talked about it before, but that is probably the biggest negative thing I can think of about balance in Dead by Daylight. And I feel like with the reworks, it doesn't get better. Do you remember before like Macmillan got reworked, and they changed like a uh, groaning storehouse and rancid laboratory, and they added just those doorways there. Before it was just God yeah. windows. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Oh and my God, then... I was crying. That was <laughs> great. It, that was it's great. still an it's still an overpowered building, and that made me cry when I heard they added doorways there. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. And then when I see the rework, and the only thing they did, they just added a brickable wall where there wasn't one before. Wait, I what? I don't map? understand it. It was like store on Grown House, like before, like <laughs> before it got reworked. <laughs> Grown House. No, no, no. I Robot House. I'm so sorry, uh, guys. Which one's Grown House again? Is that the um? Is that Macmillan with the big with the big rectangular building? Yeah. Just okay. It's got, it's got those right, weird, right, two right, weird right. gens on the uh, outskirts that are basically both dead. Yeah, yeah. I can't stand that. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. Yeah, it just it just when I'm not really excited for reworks. The only time I was excited for the rework was the game map because I thought it was gonna get better. Oh, oh it no. didn't. Not backfire. Fools, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's worse than Haddonfield now. It's worse than Haddonfield now. It actually is. It's boring. Like it's just like you. There's. It's not. You can't really even loop. It's just you drop it. 
Yeah. It's 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 not fun for anybody. It, Can it, you believe they beat Haddonfield? Can we talk about that? <laughs> they beat no, Haddonfield. They're gonna, they're gonna That's yeah, oh my breakable God, bushes. Right? That was beaten ass two weeks ago with that comment. <laughs> yeah, breakable bushes. But uh, oh. but in, it's it's more the fact that the last good map that came out was I mean was with Deathslinger with Dead Dog, and I know some people don't like it, but it really is one of the few maps I think has okay breakable walls. I mean, you kind of actually don't to... mind them at all. Yeah. You have to break pretty much like the one up top, and maybe the one like in the main building, the one by the uh, window of the stairs, and then maybe yeah. the one by the window uh, on the bottom floor. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I mean, the loops, I mean, they can be good, but you can also outplay them. And that little, the, like in the backs, like on the edge of the map, where it's just like a long line of just like random stuff. I don't really ever go there, so I don't really have a problem with that. One of my favorite things about that map is how consistent it is. There's so low, there's so little RNG. Like I know a lot of people hate that map because the invisibility bushes that look like they're from Death Garden and like all the other like you know ridiculous like um like the ridiculous amount of breakable walls. But you know most of the breakable walls never even come into play. Um, that that middle building so like poorly designed. I mean they literally added like they literally have a bunch of breakable walls there that are always correct to not break. How is that design? How is that choice? How is that interactivity? It's none of those things. I, it's it's I like really they don't know. understand their own game, so they put breakable walls in a location and then made the map. It was just silly. But the rest of it, I actually love it. I love how consistent the map is. There's very little RNG um, to dictate if the map is playable or not. It's just it's Dead Dog Saloon, and it's always Dead Dog Saloon. I really I enjoyed the, uh, the Killer Shack. I like how it's bigger than average, and you have the wall that... If you break, it'll help you, but you yeah. don't have to break it. And I, and I feel like... That kind of wall is what breakable wall should be, where you don't have to break it, but if you want to spend the time and go out of your way to do it, it should benefit you. Well, that um... and like, and I don't really see that at other, any other place, unless I'm forgetting something. But I feel like that's one of the few breakable walls that I feel are kind of good, that really uh, are well balanced, unless yeah, I'm forgetting I... something. I mean, I was, what I was going to mention there is obviously we look at it from a killer's point of view in regards to the breakable walls and the map reworks, but from a survivor's point of view, um, I wish I could remember the name of it. It's one of the Macmillan Estate um, maps, but it is just dead zone upon dead zone. It's got a big tree in the middle. Um, can't think uh, of its name Shelter now. Woods. But I think... I seen Shelter some, Woods. I seen, yeah, Shelter, Shelter Woods. Woods. I think someone put a video it might have even been scott jones saying about the map and i think he counted something like five or six pallets in the whole game i, uh, I think that was on, i think that what's was similar pits. that was on suffocation pit i think it was right yeah. right i think uh, similar to that is um uh with rng i think also really affects uh the auto haven map uh the uh, the map with like the big shop and wretched shop um rng really determines if that's a good map you know yeah. you either have the 17,000 pallets everywhere all connected to each other, or you have four unsafe pallets. Yeah. And yeah. I know a lot, a lot of killers really like Shelter Woods, but unless I'm playing like a one-shot killer or Blight, I hate playing on it, because it's just a whole W. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's so, you have nowhere to go. You just go forward, and I, I don't know. I, I don't like Shelter Woods at all. Well, you, you know, know here's my do, perspective but... on that. I don't, like, it really sucks that the maps that are the better balance, like Shelter Woods and uh, the Stranger Things map, are so fucking horrendous to play on because the tiles are, like, non-existent to just awful there. Like, that does suck. 
like the core of the game should be healthy to where the tiles are fun. Like, well, like, like when you get a map like Hawkins or Shelterwoods, it just feels like, oh, I got the baby map. Like, if I can't win on this map, I'm not even good. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. the core well, of the game is like kind of. It's not that it's in the other direction. I still think survivors are ridiculous, but. But the fact that that's their solution to make killers stronger is to like make the maps an absurd level of bad is is like volumes about like why can't you just make a killer with a stronger power that can deal with the stronger tiles? You know what I mean? That's my perspective. Well, if I could ask you, if we're talking about maps, what do you think is the most well-balanced map for both killer and survivor? And if I had to choose, I would say Wrecker's Yard. Wrecker's uh I love Wrecker's Yard. Uh I would say Father Campbell's, but uh, I've seen some dumb shit happen there with that window yeah. at the bottom floor. But Re Wrecker's Yard, honestly, is one of my favorite maps in the game. Uh, Re but uh, yeah, that one or Shelter Woods, which I don't think that is. I don't like Shelter Woods as a design standpoint. I think they are. They honestly, with that tree in the middle, they should move uh, Caltree from the Coleman farm maps to that one and right there i think that map is at a balanced state where it can handle it what do you guys think about that that's a survivor suggestion from me that's rare what I was that one more time that. i'm sorry i lost track um, okay he was um, saying oh. yeah go ahead Airless. uh he was saying that you know the cow tree from the uh, cold wind farm maps right replace the big middle tree within shelter woods with that because that's a strong loop and i would agree with that but only with that the fact work. that if you if you because I feel Shelterwoods is a little too big, because you have gens that could be spread out pretty far. If you're gonna do that, just compact the map a little bit. That way what? you have loops that are closer to each other, along with a loop, strong loop in the middle. Yeah, I think. And I um, think it. I'm sorry. No, no. I just more interactivity. I think is the biggest thing. What do you I guys? I agree, think? and I think the most. Um... Yeah, go on, Kek. I was gonna say, I think the most interactive thing in this game, and like, like I said, like the devs are so close, is um, is is uh, tiles, you know, that are uh, not tiles, but jungle gyms. And I think jungle gyms are, you know, like, you know, they're not well made, but they're well designed. So I'm, I'm saying, if those tiles can be adjusted, that is where most of the gameplay comes from in DBD is jungle gyms, right? I mean, can we can we unanimously agree on that? Unanimously agree on that? It's not the circular loop with the rock and then like there's a pallet next to the one rock and the other rock and you run in a circle until it's done. It's the one, it's a jungle gym, right? Um, I, mean, I would agree. I really feel, I, I, there's a lot of variance in this, but I really feel that is where more the true test of skill between the survivor and killer. Of course, you know, you can have, you know, a lot of variables like, you know, getting like a one-shot Huntress or a, a L wall, T wall into a jungle, long wall jungle gym, but just like the basic L wall, L wall T walls, and then the loops where you just, it's a window at one end and then the pallet at the other, really do show just the core test, you know, of who's better than who. Yeah. What do you guys think about Almond now? Because that's actually becoming one of my favorite maps now. Is that a map uh, you guys might have had terrible experience on? It, it, it used to be the one of my, it used to be the worst map in the game, or one of them at least. Oh. But now I'm starting Depends to think... Depends if I'm playing Blight. Have they done a good job with that map? Literally. If I'm on Blight, if I'm on Blight, and then I see just white, I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, it's all snow instead of rocks. That's like the worst feeling. But no, um, yeah, it's it, that, that's another map that's like 
really just taken down several pegs by RNG. Like, it sucks, man, because they fix so many issues about it, but there can literally be times where you you can look out over um, to the one side of the thing where the old Gond window used to be, and you can, like, there is literally pallets, pa so jungle gym, jungle gym, pallet, 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 yeah. jungle gym, with the, with the generator in it. That is an actual generation that takes place, like, half the time. The other half the time, jungle gym, jungle gym, rock, 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 jungle gym. So, it's it just another issue with RNG. Remove the RNG from the map. Put one rock pallet there. Put two jungle gym, you know, things. One of them has, um, is a TL. The other two are pallet ones. Like, it just... They need to just stop with the RNG. It crushes maps. I think when when that map generates well, it's one of my favorite maps. It's so yeah. fun. It's so aesthetically pleasing. The snowstorm, it just looks awesome. And playing on it feels cool. But when that happens, it just completely takes me out of it. Like, I think, like you know, I can really get immersed in DVD sometimes with how much I'm having fun with it. And that just, just like, it's just, yeah, RNG, man. It just ruins everything. I think there are no killer-sided maps. That's one thing I can say. Pretty confidently, um, it's just Agreed. if you got if you got good RNG or not. That's it. That's if the map is killer sided or not. There is no map I, that is always killer sided. Um, are you talking by killer? You mean just like as like a generic just one fifteen with you know any kind of power? No, because I I'm mean... saying I'm not saying that nurse isn't overpowered on the game. I'm saying that a killer that has to follow the rules of the game and play the game how it's meant to be played, there is no map that is good for that killer. That's always good for that killer. The key, it's the always RNG character. decides. RNG decides. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's killer better or not. Yeah, looking at uh, the questions, uh, Hamid, Call Tower is good for both sides in his opinion. Uh, again, that uh, to me, that comes with RNG. I've had two jungle gyms spawn next to each other and you know long walls windows and i'm like what the hell am i supposed to do here you know <laughs> they expect me to be able to catch a survivor and if the survivors know what they're doing it's gg you know you just got to just close that chase off and hope that the others don't click on on how it's uh spawned um alex asked a question quite a while ago guys so we'll probably digress a bit here the plague what do you think about the plague guys i was pretty shocked because people were telling me that and I've probably said this about four or five times, and this is how shocked I am about it. I'm just like, no. People were telling me Trickster's better than the Plague, and I'm like, you cannot be serious with that comment. So I think she's a very, she's a very underrated killer. I think she suffers from the same as what most of the killers do. If you come up against a top team, a top survivor friends team, you know, a team that knows what they're doing, you're going to struggle, but that's the case for most of the killers. But she has great snowball effect. But what do you guys think about her? Do you play her? How do you find her? Enough, you could, yeah, yeah. If you play her good enough, you could definitely stand up to a good team. Not like a yeah. god team, a yeah. team for sure. Like, um, I just personally don't play Plague. So my opinions on, like, you know, the the, 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 like the semantics of her aren't really valid. Because I genuinely probably have, like, you know, 50 hours in Plague. Yeah. Um, her and Nurse are probably my two least played. But I, I will not doubt her strength. She is a very, very good killer. A tier for um, Plague is, in my opinion, in the same role as Doctor. Not like power wise, but more the fact that you can't call them bad. You can, you can do just amazing things with Plague and Doctor. Yeah. I mean, they're good at different things, but it's more the fact that when people say like 
Doctor or Plague is bad. It's not really the fact that their power is bad. It's the fact that you can do just so much stuff that they're not even involved in. Like if you're in Doc, if you're playing against Doctor and you're just not near him, what can he do to you? And if you're playing Plague and you just not do the one thing the game wants you to do, what can she do? Yeah, you're one shot, but that means she is just 115. And like we've said before, the base 115 killer on especially bad RNG really can't do much. Well, I'll tell and, you what, because they have snowball potential. That's why. Yeah. Like, you have killers that are incredibly good at chase, like Deathslinger, who, like, Deathslinger is, like, probably, like, top three if we're talking, like, 1v1 potential. Um, but if we're yeah. talking about, like, snowball potential, I mean, like, it, what, Plague's insane. Like, you can literally, you have, yeah. if you're infectious, right? You can, like, literally, like, have your way with a team that's too bunched up. It, it's pretty frightening. Um, I'd say that the reason she beats out those people is because, you know, once she's done shooting somebody with her vomit, you know, she fucking goes through her, like, half a second cooldown and can immediately, oh, look, there's, you know, someone just screamed, I can go in that direction. Deathslinger, it's like, I shoot, I hit them, I wipe off my weapon, I reload my gun, I don't have infectious fright because my terror radius is 24 meters, I pick up the survivor, you know what I mean? Like, it, so it, it really just depends on their snowball potential. I agree. And um, I, I know this is a very controversial statement, but I do think that Plague is, uh, like Trickster, not as bad, but more the fact that she is a jack-of-all-trades, I would say, to an extent, but there's other killers that do her better. Like, if you want good snowball, she's good at snowballing, but I would say Oni's better. Um, or Bubba, even, to an extent. Um, if you want range, you know, I mean, she's okay at range she, she can hit over some loops but a good huntress or death singer is better at that and um you know she's very tall too so it's easy to you know see over loops and see what she's doing and she, you can't really mind game with plague unless it's just like a jungle gym with a super high wall no, i don't uh, think she her art lets you shoot over walls sometimes that's very nice like I, the have, little, uh... <laughs> uh, I have a complex take on this character okay i am uh probably i'm the voice of the people that think she's awful uh, I think she is really bad. I think playing against her is complex, and I think that's where a lot of the problems that you see people like getting insane plays with her come in, because if you cleanse at the wrong time, it's instant death. But especially with infectious. But like the thing with her is this: she relies on the way that the survivors hit the gens. If the survivors hit the gens good, and then they can fix. The cleansing is not inherently bad. I feel like that's one thing people really mess up on when they analyze her because if let's just say the three gens are really far apart and then in the corner there's a fountain over there where she has to commit 30 seconds around that to get to it and then come back if there's half a gen raider done she doesn't have time to go do that fountain and go get her corrupt purge so that's a free cleanse that's a free whopping what is it eight seconds 12 seconds of healing that you just get to go do for free on her and especially if the survivors are, if they, she has a weak early game. She has a lot of issues where she can just infect somebody. I don't know if anyone's had this problem with her. You can hit someone, get them, you can hit yeah. someone with the purge and they don't get they'll sick. They'll go, ah, they'll go, ah, yeah, they're, they're getting hit. Yeah. I don't know what that is. And then, and then I've, if you have seen, if you watch a, a game of hers back and slow down the footage, you can see the strands of her puke disappearing when they hit stuff. Now, I know how it works. It's not like the entire strand is in a hitbox. I know it works like a little, like, 
it's, it's like pellets. But like it's so awkward to see the puke dis. Like you, it's it's hard. It's awkward to not know which of the parts of the puke you should be aiming for. I guess it kind of makes her unlearnable. I but my my overall argument on why I think she's so bad is when you get a team that like again. I, I know we don't like to talk about 1%, but, like, playing against her is complex. So I feel like a lot of wins with her are a result of misplays on the Survivor's part. She's yeah. different. She's yeah. different to go against. But when you find a Survivor team that knows when to cleanse, like, especially if there's one gen left, or like, and all of a sudden there's four cleanses, you have no pressure. You're scrambling to get one corrupt purge, but then everybody's two hits. You're not going to get the snowball you need when everybody's two hits. But the time you have, 60 seconds is impossible. I just think against a well-coordinated, above-average team that knows when to cleanse and how to do it right against her, she is powerless. Yeah, that's a, you bring up a very good point with the fact that also maps, you know, can screw her over. But people often say that killer killers can only be good if survivors make mistakes. And while I don't agree with that to an extent, Plague really does embody that a lot. You really have to, if, if survivors make mistakes, you can decimate, which, you know, you can do that with any killer, but plague especially. But if survivors don't make mistakes, then you get decimated more than anyone, more than any other killer in my Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm just thinking about um, my own experience with it. And I, I did say earlier on, I got whooped by a team. I was playing as plague. But I thought I probably played it bad myself, so I couldn't really say much. But they knew what to do. They were cleansing at pools that were far away. So it was a case of me to go get that vile corruption or whatever it's called, the red vomit. Uh, it would have resulted in me losing so much time. So they sort of knew how to play against her. But I still think she punishes mistakes from survivors. It's usually survivors will cleanse but like you said i suppose it depends on the level of survivors so spirit upgrades welcome to the channel so she's rng is what you're saying so she i think everyone's pretty much saying she's very rng reliant um so anything else on the plague guys before we move on if, if maps were consistently sized and yeah. like you know, done correctly, Plague would be one of the, like, best killers in the game. But because maps can, like, spawn fountains literally in the far mm -hmm. corner, she'll never be, like, top, top tier. But goddamn, she's good. I think she's very good if you're playing her perfectly. But, Plague yeah, she, on... as maps screw her. Plague on Wreckageard compared to Plague on, like, a swamp map, they play very different. Very different. But it's also orange. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. uh... I kind of talked in those trash about her. I will say, well, well, I I started like right after Legion dropped. She was my first new character. I played her quite a bit. I really love her, and I I am working on my how to buff video for her. I just keep putting it off, but I think she has a lot of potential if they just slightly tweaked her mechanics a little bit. One of the suggestions I I'm thinking about bringing forward to her is uh she can ingest corruption from a hook survivor. I think that would be so helpful for her. What do you guys think? If what, sorry, if she done what, sorry, Rosie. If, if she can um, ingest corruption from a hooked survivor, uh, that's fully that's would fully that broken, last not as just long sick, as, like, a normal corrupt purge. No, well, they, think it'd be shorter. Uh, I mean, my my if I'm, if I'm trying to buff her, I go all out and just say make it full, but it, I'm I'm open to shortening that a little bit. 
if that if you guys think that's too much. I would I say if you're gonna do that, give it like about twenty-five seconds, twenty, thirty seconds. Do that. Do it from the hooks. Thirty seconds, but uh, change crop herds to sixty seconds instead of forty-five. Um, wait, is it a, is it forty-five or is it sixty? I will see. The base crop herd. Let's have a look. I don't know if it tells you on here. Um, I don't know. It says, does it? Corrupt patch, oh. I've used uh, no longer. No, it doesn't say the time there, but I, I, I'm sure it's about 60 seconds, isn't it? That you have it for. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought it was, uh, I thought base time is 45, and if it is, I would say just buff the base time from if you corrupt purge from the fountains to 60, and with that idea you suggested getting corrupt purge from hooking, put that but down to 30. You're still limited by if survivors cleanse or not, and where they cleanse. I say, and this is just my personal, like, you know, takeaway, after a certain amount of time that I will not specify, a random fountain on the map, or the closest fountain to you, becomes automatically filled with red shit. And then, like, every once in a while, you're like, ah, I get my power, and you get to use that. But it should have a unique sound effect that survivors can be like, okay, so, like, there, a new red thing just appeared without any of us cleansing, and that should be, it should be identifiable, identifiable by the survivors, and maybe it should appear every 90 seconds, or maybe two minutes. Bump it up. Every two minutes, you get a free fountain. And I think that could be just in line with the, you know, the change they made where, you know, you start out with one fountain, maybe you automatically get one every once in a while. Here's my thoughts. Yeah. Plenty to think about. Rosie, did you say you're going to do a video, a buff, buffed plague video? Yeah. The series I've been doing, I've been, fastener has been on my ass about doing that, but I just <laughs> sit on mine and never do it. <laughs> right. I have a document Matt, for it. I'd be interested to see your thoughts on twins. I have a video sure. on twins, and I gave them an oh. emergency buff because they were so horrible on release. Uh, twins? What are your thoughts on just... twins, guys? God, what Everyone. a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, just if I'm looking at twins now, just not not the. Horrendous launch. Everyone knows about that. Everyone can clown around about that, but yeah. people always say that you know she's she's a good killer if you camp and tunnel and do all the uh, unsavory things. And yeah, I would say that she is pretty good at that. Um, but I do think um, the ability to pressure two points kind of at once, you know, being can hurt people at one side of the map and chase people at the other, is very strong and can be used. Uh, effectively and it's such a unique power too that even it's it's in, it's interesting to think about at least you, it's not interesting to think about the trickster twins are interesting he's yeah. not <laughs> yeah I, I get that point like the, yeah I, I think um me personally the uh the whole thing <laughs> like okay like you guys are aware that like different developers create different killers, right? Do you guys know that? Like, the, they have different programmers, and sometimes, like, you know, like, McLean was completely responsible for the Blight, let's say, and Alma was completely responsible for the Trickster. Right, I like, I mean, right. So, <laughs> I can tell. Oh, um, well, but, that shows, yeah. I, yeah. Fucking... <laughs> but, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, there's a couple killers in the game that are, like, that are like that, exclusively made by one person, and other people just put in programming work. Um, it's just so funny. Like, the, even, like, the head... Like, uh, <laughs> design, not designer, um, the, what is Makoat to the community? Like, what, what is he again? Uh, What's his position? A meme. God. Yeah, like, literally the joke. 
his Twitter silent when the blight came out. Literally nothing ended up being one of the most fun and cool and powerful killers they've ever added. Like, and then, like, the twins come out, and, like, the trickster comes out, and, like, the legion comes out. And when either of those three killers were added, which are three of the most, like, boring killers to face, like, he was just like, you know, guys, I'm really excited for this chapter coming up. I really think you guys are going to, like, go back in I time. I think that's just, I think he's that's just really him being humble, you know. I, yeah, but he's I, I never like done McCoke. that for any, but he's never, no, no, we're not talking about McCoke. Oh, oh, no, we are talking about McCoke. I thought you were going to say yeah. McLean. Um, no, yeah, I think he, um, I think he just is just, like, a... A humble potato farmer pretending to be a game designer. It's, you know, it's he's very troubling at times. <laughs> I guess he's a good face, but yeah, I don't know. It's just funny, like even like the the heads like are really just like, wouldn't it be cool if there were twins in the game? And like they they're like, I, I think you guys are really gonna like this, and he ends up being terrible. I don't know. I think it, it just that people the opinions of those who do not understand game balance should not matter at all in the community. You know what I mean? Well, I have a feeling, just me personally, that when McLean designed the Blight, he never got a pat on the shoulder. I don't think he ever got that pat on the shoulder. It's it's really easy. Uh, I mean, I agree with you to an extent. I do think that uh, they do make a lot of mistakes. But, you know, especially when you're out there, you, you're a public figure, it's really easy to scrutinize, you know, their mistakes. And I think especially, you know, with with Almo, I don't hate Almo. I don't dislike him. Either. I, I don't hate McCoe. passionate McCoke. about his job. But, I think um, he's I a great programmer. Almo, yeah, McCoy, I, I'm, <laughs> he's a cute guy. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm I'm saying like literally like like the trickster came out great. He wasn't buggy at all. Like I, I'm no. he designed the trickster from the uh, you know from the bottom to the top. I'm just saying you know like he's not a good designer and like that's 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 the end of it. You know, I mean I'm sure they hired him for a reason and that's probably why he's a great programmer. They designed a rock. They put it in the game and it sure is a rock. It works as a rock. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, but, good. But when you think about it, every killer's come out buggy in like in the past. You know what I mean? And, like like how many like when you really think about it, and this is something that no one's talking about. Like when's the last time a killer came out with no issues? That's you know right. what I mean? Like like bug wise, like literally none. Like that's what I'm saying. Like get them off the yeah. design team. Yeah. I but. think I think that if someone were I th if I were to replace anyone, it would be Almo. No, I do. I don't think he's uh, incompetent. I think he is more knowledgeable than me at least. But I do think. Uh, Someone else should be at the top. Should because be a lead role, programmer. If you're gonna keep him as a role in the, the company, needs to change. He, is, if you say what you want about his programmer, his designing, I think he should never be on a Q and A ever. I think he is a terrible. Oh, I agree. Voice, and I think he's a terrible spokesman. I think he treats the community really bad at times. I just think get him off the Q and A. If you're gonna have him, have him in your little box and never show him to us. You know what I mean? He should never be on a stream making an ass out of himself with the colorblind shit. Just leave him in the box. Yeah. What is, yeah, I what don't know. The statistics say. <laughs> the statistics say object of obsession is not a terribly effective perk. So. He, I'm just he, gonna... Yeah, he's just. I mean, going off what he's you're like saying there. I, I don't. I, I I could sort of say quite confidently. I think he should still he should still be in the question and answers, because um, that's at least monitored. It's when he's streaming himself he seems to be a guy that needs his own pr you know he needs somebody who's giving him a script and saying right you cannot say this you cannot say that be careful what you say but on the other hand i suppose is it them saying well look he is you know we're very open as a devs team he can go and stream and say whatever he wants we don't mind but he does seem to come up with some things that every i always know he's been streaming i don't follow him i don't watch i don't really use twitch but 
I know when he's been streaming because YouTube will be flooded with videos. <laughs> you know, it'll be flooded have, have with videos. Have you seen his gameplay? I haven't even seen his gameplay, but I've seen video clips of it, and I'm like... It's pretty bad, yeah. It's, it's hard camp basement. Yeah. So, uh, just Insidious to answer... Insidious Bob is an interesting strategy, guys. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Just to answer Hamid, Almo is one of the game designers, so you, you'll you see him if they do a question and answers. Uh, he's normally sat there He's the guy about... with the funky hair. Yeah, he's got a nice hairdo. So... Yeah, he's the one that does the balancing, pretty much. And he'll always talk about the data. So, right, okay, guys. So, last thing then. Anything else you want to bring about, guys, especially for Airless Dementia and Kirk? Anything you wanted to discuss? You want to talk about streamers? Streamers? <laughs> you want to talk about streamers? Yes, please uh, talk about streamers. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'd be down. I like that. I love, like, I'm I mean, so, like, into the community for this game on Twitch and everything. Jay? Sorry, there was two people talking. I missed that. Sorry, say again. Which, who's your favorite, uh, who's your favorite streamer, Jay? He's not on the Twitch. My favorite streamer. Yourself? <laughs> I, I do, no, I watch, I, I watch Twitch now and again. It's not not something I'll go out oh, my okay. way to, to do. Um, oh like, or I've just been, content creator, I uh, guess, in general. My favorite, the, the one that I've probably... I probably watch the most is probably True Talent. I just enjoy his videos, and I said it before, he's quite relentless in the amount of videos that get put up. You know, there's always about five or six different videos a day. But last time I, I mentioned about favorite streamers, people were like, Why didn't you say him? Why didn't you say that? And to be honest, I enjoy them all. So I do watch Ots, I watch Scott Jund, I watch. Um, Jay, the other the other Jay, J-A-E-E. I watch his videos. Yeah, he's uh, cool. Yeah, so, and I just come up against new ones all the time, and I'll just, I'll just watch it if the videos are interesting. If I was to pick an all-time favourite, just for comedy values, so not educational, not about news, not giving her opinions, I'd probably say Noob. So his videos are very entertaining. But in regards to someone who I'll watch more than others, it will probably be True Talent. What about you guys? I am a, uh, so like, <laughs> it's so weird, man, because it's so weird to talk about because, like, I feel like a lot of people are genuinely shamed for it, but I, like, honestly kind of like True Talent. Yeah. Um, oh, no, Airless. There he is. I was going to say, I genuinely, like, honestly like True Talent. I know a lot of people don't really, like, like the kind of stuff he says, and, you know, I genuinely think, like, sometimes he can say wrong things, but, um, dude, the guy's got character. I am a four-year subscriber to him on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the biggest, if I could say, like, the biggest weakness that he has is that he does not associate with the community enough. Like, and it, it, it becomes very obvious because his just, his whole, um, like, demeanor towards people, like, he doesn't understand how anyone's thinking when he's talking to them because he doesn't watch other streamers. You know what I mean? Like, like they'll be texts and, like, you know, things that... He doesn't. He's never even heard of because he doesn't watch content creators. He doesn't engage with the community. You know what I mean? Like, like I think True Talent, genuinely, if he watched YouTube videos about Dead by Daylight and he learned more text and he learned more mind games and you know yeah. did stuff besides just teaching himself, he would be the best killer in Dead by Daylight. Period. I agree. And I don't think I. Oh my God, he limits himself so much because he just wants to be self-taught. He just wants to say yeah. self-taught and everything. 
this the dude's reaction time, dude. There's this one video I saw of him on um, Red Forest where he was coming out of the shack and there was this guy speed hacking. And this guy was repairing a generator and then, like, disappeared. And he, uh, like, he, it literally looked like it was, like, a shadow that vanished. And True was like, oh, he just went right. And he turns right or whatever. And he's like, yeah, he went in that direction. And then, like, to me, it just looked like one frame he was there, one frame he was gone. I saw it on the video to, like, 0 0.25 seconds. Yeah, and you yeah. can see, like, it's like his reaction time is insane. I know which video just, you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. he just sees higher FPS. And, yeah. like... I um I genuinely think his biggest limitation as a streamer and as a player um, is that he just doesn't like take advice. And I think that if he took advice, he'd be the best killer in Dead by Daylight. That it would be insane. I'd love to see that world. But um at this point, he's not even close. <laughs> if I'm being completely frank with you, not even close because he doesn't take. See, advice. See, the thing about him is, uh, I think the best thing about him and is that his heart's in the right place. I think he yeah. truly wants the game fixed. And you yeah, know sure. what? I think that's above everything else is why I keep going back to him more than anybody else. He clearly mm -hmm. is driven to get the game in a much better state in terms of the balance. And you know, when he can, like, he said some dumb stuff before rate top three. Uh, I, I disagree with him on the hooks thing he's pushing for right now. But like whatever he says wrong, it's it's all about his heart and making the game legitimately better. So like because... I, I, I'm more inclined to forgive his bad things that he says over someone that's consistently pushing the game in a wrong direction. <laughs> I don't think Sorry. so. I don't think I don't think either of them are pushing in a wrong direction. I think they're just pushing in different directions. But as far as True Talent's concerned, I think he doesn't um his whole thing with like the hook thing is just his nature as a fighting game player. Because that that's what he's played his whole life is fighting games. You know, he dabbled in For Honor for a bit, but he's a fighting game player. And I think that he, to him as a fighting game player and not as a strategy game player, he sees the game as the chase. And that's all the game is, is just the chase. When in reality, fighting the game extends... Too. Yeah, I but... I Smash and Injustice. No, I know, but I'm just saying he's very fighting game brained. Like, that is where his brain is wired to. So he's going to value a chase, which is like a 1v1 interaction between two players. Then he's going to value an entire team getting slugged. But really, and it's slugging an entire team isn't winning them in a 1v1, it's basically beating them in chess. And I think that him, as not a strategy game player, it's hard for him to see that, but there is definitely skill to things besides chase and Dead by Daylight. It just isn't reaction time and mind games. It's just sometimes it is just leaving someone on the ground and pushing for another down and trying to spread pressure in different ways. You know, but, you know, he sees the game how he wants to see it. And if the game was based fully on chases, I don't know if I'd enjoy it as much. If I'm being completely frank with you, I think a lot of survivors would just be standing by, not interacting with the chase, and repairing 100-second generators, and that wouldn't be a good game. I think, like, just a lot of the issue with uh, the game is, uh, you know, the gen speed is due to map size. And I think, uh, you know, it all ties back to that. But yeah, anyway, I think, you know, he, he should stop thinking that the game's only based around the chase. Yeah. Okay, Alice, who's your favorite? Just before you answer that, I know a few people in the comment, best combo of skill and entertainment is Monto. Uh, who here can actually stand the king? Uh, no hate. Um, okay, so, yeah, so a couple of content great. Monto, yeah, Monto's got good videos as well. I enjoy watching him. He's not. He's sort of drifting away from Dead by Day at the moment. I don't know if that's a talent thing, but I'm starting to notice there's less and less Dead by Day like content coming out there. Uh, from him, so Alice, who was your streamer wise? Who, who do you enjoy watching? 
Airless, what's your streamer? You're muted. Oh, maybe he needs to be unmuted. Didn't he leave the call and come back? Uh, Gotta make sure he's unsuppressed. Yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, Dementia? Dude, Dementia might have dipped earlier on. He hasn't talked in a long time. Dementia's gone as well. Okay. Rosie, bad, Rosie, who's your favorite streamer? Uh, true. True talent. Yeah, well, I will say, I will say one thing though, just to add a little spice. Um, uh, uh, he's not my favorite, but I will tell you who got me into the game. And like, I had never heard of the game until I found this particular toxic piece of shit, and that would be uh, Ochito. Ochito. He, he's a piece of crap. I know. He's you nothing know. now, though. He's nothing now, though. He only puts like compilations on YouTube. Yeah, but he, he, he doesn't but, even talk anymore. No. But back in the day, back in 2018, that's who I found, and that's who got me. Like that's who. I, that's how I found the game, and uh, we can all repent our ways. But like that's that's the shit I watched before. I guess that says about a lot about me as a person. But <laughs> that's who got me into the game. Uh, I, I um, I, I've never been able to like you know stand people like that. But you know it's just uh, I. I... <laughs> It's okay to be toxic every once in a while. Like I'd lie if I say I, I like never teabagged the Freddy before, or like a ghost face or something. But like, <laughs> I, nothing, nothing personal, Jay. I, I honestly mean that. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. It's, it's just the only way to relieve the stress. Sometimes it's like a stress ball. You just fucking control, and it's like, oh, okay, I feel a little better now that I'm being worried. But um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, it's just. <laughs> I'll let Dementia talk. He's. He's been silenced for a while. I've just unmuted you. I don't know if you hit went back into mute again, Dementia. So no, I'm right here. All right, okay. Hello? Favorite streamer? Oh, I'm. Uh, favorite streamer would be uh, True Talent. I just like the guy. I like that he's oh. uh, competitive about it, um, uh, and he's just fun. I guess he he wants to have a fun game overall. Um, but I've been kind of drifting in and out of his of his of his videos, and I've been getting more into Jay. And yeah. His, um, yeah. Um, home sweet home videos. I've I've been loving those. I've been loving the game. Home sweet home uh, kicks ass. Yeah, it it seems like such a good refresher than DVD. I get it back on DVD and I'm like, ugh, same old thing, you know. It's like it's very stale. We haven't got a new map. We we got a we got a dumb killer that doesn't do anything that no one even plays. So it's yeah. So this uh, home sweet home team is very refreshing, and I like to see. Uh, I like seeing Jay play that. It's really fun. I'm excited for the competition. Uh, well, uh, yeah, hopefully was... th that's the hope, right? We want this game to be to to kick off. Yeah. You know, that's the hope that I hope. And there's a lot of naysayers out there saying, "Oh, DVD clone, whatever." And that's always the that's always going to be the issue with these type of games. So it's always going to be a everyone's going to call it DVD clone when. I'm sure these games have a lot of. There needs to be more of those. Thing. Yeah, oh, there's more. Everybody listening to the podcast, um, in you, if Go you're in your the EU, if you're in the right, no, if you're in the EU, um, Home Sweet Home Survive is a fiver. Fucking get it. If you're in the United States, that's seven dollars. Get it. Try it. Yeah, yeah. seven dollars. Seriously, try it. You will have fun. You will have yeah. fun. I I haven't it's gone around to buying it yet, fun. but yeah, uh, I did notice it was a fiver, so. I will make sure I download that this week and give it a try. I just seen, when I went to download, I, I did go to download it the first day it came out and there was all the comments saying, can't get into games, can't get into that, can't get into that. So that sort of put me off, but you're right in what you're saying. For the sake of £5, it's worth trying out. Um, they got to delete their um, the old game off the store. They've gone, what, sorry? 
was surprised when you yeah, about two times. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I, one thing I really, I really can't appreciate it. I know you guys brought it up. Is it can be a negative, but really growing and learning to be better through yourself in Dead by Daylight is because how many people play Dead by Daylight and like don't watch like the big con big uh, other youtubers they don't watch odds or i'm sure tons and all those people think the game is way more imbalanced than it is or they think the pig is overpowered or they think all kinds of stuff because <laughs> the only experience they have is their own you know what i mean like it's so important to just like see what this game is from a perspective besides your own and i just like that's something true talent doesn't do at all but if, if he did like i said best he'd be the he'd be my like the best player in the game but yeah. well that was one of the points is the fact that um i think that is a a unique perspective that not many DVD players have, and for better or worse, you know, it's. I think it is important to have to keep that kind of perspective in mind in the discussion of the game. Like other people, you mean? Like like watching other people and learning from yeah. them? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's and very important. You just Especially the game has no tutorials. Um, I want no to real ones. Um, yeah. Sorry, I want to say something. Um, I I I do understand the point that like when True Child doesn't watch anyone. Uh, anyone else i feel like that's the that's the thing that i would tell him to do or i would recommend him to do just watch other people you know see how they play the game instead of you know just uh, um, from your experience um but there's one thing that i do not like in the community that they have done with him is that they ridicule him just because he doesn't watch anyone else or he doesn't um like collaborate with any other people because you you know those there's those groups of people that you know they always stream together or they you know like those people I, I mean i don't know i wouldn't want true associating with them because sometimes they're just nasty i don't know if anyone dives into twitter here and there when drama when dbd streamer twitter drama um it's been a bunch are, and I, I mean, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna bring any of it it's up ridiculous. i'm not gonna bring any of it up but yeah. yeah i'm not gonna bring any of it up. i'm just saying that i'm just happy that true i feel like true recognizes that and that's the main reason why he stays away and why he doesn't really want to collaborate with anyone there's many yeah. things uh, the only one he, he has collaborated I'm sorry. Um, I would just one point I want to point is that you can criticize True about a lot of things, but I think one thing that you can't really do that about is him, you know, not really wanting to interact with uh, many other people. I don't think it's such a bad mm -hmm. thing just to be more solo and do it yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And people do that, like, oh, you, you don't collaborate with anyone. But he luckily collaborated with one of my uh, other favorite DVD uh, streamers, which is Oz. I, I love him. If yeah, I, and I enjoyed that uh, that debate or that discussion. Yeah, he's such a he's such a wonderful human being. Uh, he's uh, he's he, he's the best, and I'm so happy when they got my, together and they, they talked it out. My favorite streamer, personally, um, uh, <laughs> is Scott. And yeah. understandable. I like him too. That's uh, why Rosie. Hated I don't have him an issue with him. I just sometimes he just he talks out of his ass sometimes. I don't know. I feel like he, when he, when he we, he brought up a discussion about toxicity and and DVD, he's like, oh, you rarely see someone use racial slurs. I'm like, that's not the only type of toxicity that there is. There's other forms. There's like slugging everybody and leaving them to bleed out, <laughs> like you know, not doing anything. There's um teabagging. I mean, I don't want to say like tea, yeah, teabagging shouldn't trigger anybody, but you that's know, inconsequential the, 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 in, the uh intention behind that like aha we won you lost aha uh -huh. like that like you yeah. know maybe it doesn't affect that. him every game that's every game bro. 
Like I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's every game, but you know, maybe it doesn't affect him. Maybe it doesn't affect you. But you know, there's people out there that it does affect, and you know, we can't speak for everybody. It doesn't bother me, to be honest. Like, bag all you want. I really don't care. I, I could take the loss. Deep but for some people really, out yeah. there, it's people, just you know, it just they take it differently. Yeah. Well, I think, and I feel I like mean, we we can't speak for them. Yeah. I think just going back on what you were saying about the streamers there, I think what, uh, and I know Rosie's had his running with Scott, but I think what I find quite refreshing with Scott and True Town, I think they're both the same in regards to they'll have their opinions on something, but they won't, they'll, they'll justify why they're thinking that. You know, they won't, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll say, especially True does it all the time, you know, this is his thinking about it, this is the reason why. And I think he gets shit on a lot for that reason. I think, well, why? Because it's just his opinion and he's trying to justify it. He's got a big community, so maybe there's a lot of people that he'll persuade to have that same thinking. But, you know, I'd much rather have that, whether they give wrong opinions on something, you know, whether I agree with it or not. I'm just like, I'd much rather have that and have, like you said, sometimes you see on Twitter and the dramas that come out, you have people that just shit on people and go you know can't believe the community thinks this anybody that thinks this and when they're commenting like that i'm like i'd much rather listen to someone like true talent saying his own thoughts on things and the reason why rather than people going oh be nice to the devs you know and i'm just like uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god i'm so sick of that you know? and it's <laughs> yeah like, yeah and it's it, something i mean i seen something this week and it was a comment of dowsy and it, it really got my back up i actually tweeted never heard back from him because i said to him Let's let's prove your theory. He was like, oh, people who everyone shits on all the new killers when they come out. I can't remember the exact tweet, but that's pretty much along the lines it was going to. So I tweeted him and I said, right, okay, if you think the trickster's good, let me bring four survivors for you with roughly the same hours that you have. And if you beat them, maybe over a set of games, I will give £50 to charity. If the survivors prove that the trickster is bad, then then you can give £50 to charity, you know, so it's not even a gain for anybody, it's just I was getting pretty sick of people, and this goes back to what Rosie says, when the matchmaking is that bad sometimes, that, uh, you know, someone with four or 5,000 hours is playing someone with 180 hours, then they should be winning, regardless of which killer they are, you know, they should be winning. I've... And I, I, I feel I, like that's very, uh, I don't mean to, you know, interrupt, but yeah. I feel like that is pretty similar to... Uh kind of like scott with with his discussion of spirit of how if you think spirit is perfectly fine then play against him as spirit against someone who's good with good with spirit and yeah see how much counterplay you have against that yeah spirit's balance he's just unfun to go against i think spirit's completely fair against a good team like more and i think he agree would agree with me i think scott would agree with me on that that she's that he balanced against a good team but she's just like unfun for the game I mean, me personally, I like going against her, but I'm a crack pipe maniac. I don't even know why I do. I, I'm just, I guess I like being jump scared by her. I don't even know. I, I, I like going against her, but that, that's just me. But a lot of people don't. Most people don't. And I think that that's less an issue of balance and more an issue of design. Yeah. But, well, what we'll do, guys, because I will have to uh, move on a bit because I do need to go pretty soon. So just no go through a quick some quick fire questions wraith is op yes or no <laughs> no he's perfect so I, think they, um, I yeah. think they shouldn't have given him that speed decrease on uncloak i think they should if, he would have actually been pushing a tier if the, no 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 i mean when he slows down while he's hitting his bell that's intentional that's in the patch notes oh. 
If they if they hadn't put that in, he'd be like creeping on A tier, and that'd be so fun. But um, no, he's great. He's great where he is. I have a lot of fun with him. Him and Blight are like yeah, the only players I play. Anoni. Okay, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he's fun to play with. Um, trying to get better with him. Trying to unlock some perks, but I definitely think having the Wraith's... base speed, I think that's helped him a lot. Wraith really, uh, getting good with Wraith really helps you get good with Killer. He is very basic. Um, he really teaches you the fundamental. Yes, of, of, well, at least a one fifteen Killer. He's one of the most healthiest killers for the game. He is not OP in the slightest. That's the answer to the question. What Captain Salty? OP. What Captain mm-hmm. Salty says about Wraith, which I think is, it's absolutely right, and he says if you want to learn how to play a Killer. You need to start off with someone like a Wraith because that's the way you're going to get practice with Chase, gem pressure, you're going to practice with everything. This was before his update, but I'm sure I sort of understand what he means by that. And I do think, yeah, someone like a basic killer who's going to teach you the fundamentals. Um, like if you learn Dead by Daylight with Nurse, you're not playing Dead by Daylight, you're playing the Nurse game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with IDV. Uh, sorry, Identity <laughs> 5 and Home Sweet Home. Where do you see DBD in a year? That's from Red Room. It, that's dependent on those killers, uh, on those games, if they uh, adapt and do well. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta port it to P. They, if they did, like, a full graphic overhaul of Identity 5, and I, I wouldn't even mind if they kept, like, the core line Tim Burton-esque art style, but they did, if they smoothed that out, holy shit, that would be a fun PC game. If like, Identity if they made 5 it was well on everything. PC or console, I would not play Dead by Daylight anymore. <laughs> That's just myself. But uh, Identity 5 has been on the App Store for a few years. It's it's not going to ever compete with Dead by Daylight. We need a bigger game that's actually ported to. I said this last week, until I know the PC is where the best experience overall is for these games, but until a, the game in question gets a full console porch, because like, the thing about some of this stuff, I never got to try things like Hide or Die or uh, the school one. What was that one I, called? I put, I put $200 into the Hide or Die um, Kickstarter. You can see how that went for me. <laughs> but like, I never got to try any of those. I don't feel like you cannot legitimately compete with Dead by Daylight until you get a release to cross-platform. Yeah. I think that's the very first I step. I guarantee yeah. you, if a good compet- a very strong competitor came out with Dead by Daylight, they would make Dead by Daylight free. Uh, yeah, home sweet that's, home. That's is cheap. one of the biggest change. Home yeah. I, mean? I, th- I think personally, I think the only way Dead by Daylight's going to get a really big competitor at the minute is it's going to have to be a big studio game release. I, I exactly. really can't see anything coming close to it as of yet. And I know I'm saying this without <clears> playing Home Sweet Home. I've watched some videos of it, but I haven't played it. But. I think that touches upon everything that's said there. So, you know, it's got to be cross-platform. It's got to have a big budget to start off with. I've heard these things about the Evil Dead game. I know I mention this every week, but supposedly that is going to be across a number of networks, whether it's cross-platform or not, I don't know. But going to be uh, like Left 4 Dead, or is that going to be an asymmetrical? Because I, I think it's going to be like a four-versus like environment. I don't think it's going to be a PvP, is it? You know what? what's funny about that is Completely. Have, have any of you guys ever played Dying Light? I played the Shadow Dying Light. Yeah, why? <clears throat> yeah. Do you, Do you kind of see the similarities between Dead by Daylight and Be the Zombie? No. I mean, it's asymmetrical. That's about it, bro. Yeah. I mean, like the the mobility, the infinite skill cap. I think playing a monster in that is like 
literally has an infinite skill cap because of the way you can fling yourself around momentum and everything like mm-hmm. any type of killer any type of character in a game that's based off of the momentum that you're moving at has an infinite skill cap like what's it like hammond from overwatch infinite skill cap um what else like blight like infinite skill cap you know it just there's, there's what, if, yeah. if there was a competitor that focused a lot more on movement similar to beat the zombie at least in terms of uh the apex predator I do think that could be uh, a rival to Dead by Daylight, at yeah. least. Yeah. I think, you know. Dead, Dead by Daylight only really started, only really grew because it was it was the first, and it didn't have the big competitor of uh, any big competitors now. That's the problem with like games now, because Dead by Daylight at this point is a AAA studio, not like yeah. a mm-hmm. huge one like other ones, but it has like over 700 employees. It's 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 established, so. Unlike DVD, when it started out, you have to compete against something that's been here for over five, almost five years. Now. Yeah, yeah. And then one last thing I want to say is that Dead by Daylight, I think I said this a few weeks ago too, when you have a reputation as the Super Smash Brothers of horror, that's really hard to compete with. Because yeah. like, because like you're sitting here like, okay, Resident Evil tried, which I, mm-hmm. I, I have problems with how they went about it. Just sticking it as a part of a $60 game was never going to be a way to keep players around but like 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 Re- instead of like you could say resident evil could do it but like they could also just be a part of dead by daylight like you could throw mr x in there like it's so obvious how to make that actually just a part of dead by daylight any big right. franchise that could actually compete with dead by daylight and release their own good game would like that be added oh so just, Jack... just be added to it yeah. <laughs> and then get the money from everyone buying the dlc yeah. exactly you know what i think super hard to do yeah. it. Jack, in my opinion, would be a much better killer than Mr. X. Who's Jack? Jack from Res- uh, uh, the guy from Biohazard 7. I think he has uh, the role of a killer much better. Oh, the big guy, right? With the big thing he drags around. He the gets dad. His, he blows his own brains you know, like, out. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the family, son. You know, yeah, the dude. dad. Yeah. The mold, Maybe. I think. Uh-huh. It's a lot more interesting than just... Because Mr. X, he, all, he's just a big dude with... And he punches you. That's whoa, whoa. Well, let's not go too far off topic. We're just, now we're talking yeah, about yeah. killer concepts. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> talking about killer xenomorph chapter. Talking about uh, killer concepts. Yep. Yeah. Xenomorph in DVD. Yes or no, guys? Yeah. Cool. I'm done. Everyone would say yes. To I that, suppose so. Yeah. I mean, you have Demogorgon, but at the same yeah. time, if you have Demogorgon, why do you need? This? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm really nostalgic for that crappy PS3 game that they had. If Xenomorph played kind of like he plays in that, I would love him. But that's. Uh, I now, love which, that game. What would you guys think of Wait, uh, which crappy PS3 being in Dead by Daylight? Um, I mean, I, I feel no particular way. If he was fun to play, I'd like him. If he wasn't fun to play, I'd hate him. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people keep leaving if they know they're going to be suppressed, dude. This is like... I don't know. All right. Unmute, unmute Dementia. <laughs> okay, let's have a look. Uh, sorry, I'm just flying through these questions. What do you think about a new DS? I think everyone agrees it's good. Everyone agrees it's good? Fantastic. If I ever get DS, That's part of the patch. Yeah. Uh, Red Room's put issue with Scott, uh, that Scott Jund, I believe he's talking about, is he clearly doesn't believe devs will do anything. I think that came out and when he came on the podcast a couple of weeks back. He was saying that the devs won't do anything. They won't listen, but continue to make videos about how the game should be different. Scott also doesn't realise so many people watch his stuff. Yeah, he's a big content creator and Oh my god, I was about to say, like, oh my god, that's one thing that I really resonated with what Scott said, but he was being too modest, I think. 
when he was talking about MMR or whatever, and he was saying that it's like, you know, I'm not going to say that, like, the community is, like, fully built on its streamers. This game's community is fully built on its streamers. And, you know, he's not going to admit that because he's a streamer and he's humble. But, dude, if MMR makes, like, streamers quit playing the game, the player count is going to suffer. And that is going to happen. I don't know why anyone can deny that. This game is Imagine fucked if, if we MMR fucks with streamers. If, if Ots wasn't here. I mean, he's just... he's just popular. I... It I mean, might be clearly as popular, like... but it'd be in a way worse state. Because he has helped the new player experience so goddamn much, dude. I think I think we would have the same amount of players, but they would just be less educated, and this community would be even worse off. But this community is so much healthier because he's in it. I'll say that. Well, what else we got, Jay? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, let's have a look. There was one more. What do you guys think of renaming Spirit to Banshee? I don't know about that. They can... Change if for one. Yeah, you could do you. A, you could do a that's separate the last thing I'm thinking about. Yeah. If you need a free chapter. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing I really think Spirit needs changed. But is her name? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's it, guys. So I am a bit conscious of the time now. So thank you very much, Alice, Dementia, Kirk, and Rosie again Sorry, for I came coming in by on. Came no, by it's late. fine. That was totally my fault. Um, I got my timings wrong, so I do apologise. We're going to have some more viewers on next week as well, so if any of you guys want to pop in then. So I'm going to do it this week and next. So feel free, because some people commented and they couldn't make it today, so I said we'll we'll give them a slot for next week. Because it's really, like I said, it's been interesting hearing your thoughts, guys. Um, most of you, as I, I say, saw. I read the comments, I see things that you sent. So it's been really interesting hearing your thoughts on things and um being different I just hope being captain doesn't different. yell at me captain yeah captain it's all we feel <laughs> i feel a bit lost when he's not here <laughs> but like uh, you need someone <laughs> yeah he will be he will be back hopefully next week i would have been interested to hear when we started talking about true talent what he said remember that rant that he went on two weeks ago you know, oh my goodness! Well, you know what? Him. Is Captain the guy with the thick accent? Just to clarify, yeah. I don't like. Yeah. Okay, okay. Where's he from? Agree with everything. He's he's from Germany. Germany. I think. Yeah, German accent. I don't. Okay. I don't agree with everything that Captain says, but I. It is very nice to have something, someone with that kind of. Uh, Energy. I love it. Game. <laughs> I love it. Energy. I really do. <laughs> he's so passionate about it. This is Very something. Passionate. This is something that I said to Rosie when I first came across his video. I was like, "Oh my god! Like you blow me away with how passionate you are. Whether yeah, like, whether we agree on the same things or not, it, you know. And this is what I was saying about true talent. I think it's a bit shit how people shit on his thoughts because if that's what he believes and that's what his opinion and he's, he's given honest. yeah, he's given. I'd much rather have that. Then, like I said, some of the fakeness the that king. you see, yeah, you know, some of the fakeness that comes in. Or repeats what everyone else says, you know. Yeah. Like, it's interesting that he has his own opinions, even if they're sometimes wrong. It's good exactly. to form exactly. I just I have, wish he I took have, some advice sometimes. Yeah, I have messaged him, and I would love to have True Talent on. He hasn't read my tweet, which I'm not surprised about, to be honest. It'll probably be amongst a thousand of that tweets that he legendary. gets. But yeah, I have messaged him, and I've said would love to have him on. So. Yeah, I'll try again. You, you I'll, as, I'll keep trying. Yeah, yeah. I'll bait him. I'm, I'm a four-year sub. Just be, because a four-year sub, he just wants to suck your dick the whole podcast. Just come on. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, heck, I <laughs> he wouldn't like that. He you wouldn't want like an ego that. boost? Come on down. Yeah, he wouldn't like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, but thanks a lot, guys, and thanks a lot for the chat. Thanks a lot for the comments as ever and the questions. 
and we'll be back again next Sunday. I've still got some videos. Thank put you in. so much for having me. Dementia. And everyone else here. No problem at all. Dementia, do you want to tell us your Instagram name before you leave? He's gone. No, I think I think he, he's left the call too many times and he's stuck on suppressed oh, right now. Oh, really? Just right. Come, no just problem. DM him and get it in the description. I will do. I will put it on the description. So I'll speak to Dementia after this. All right. So I'm going to.